Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Don't Miss This Podcast, a Come Follow Me study with Emily Bell Freeman and David Butler. We fill this show up with all the things we think you don't want to miss in the scriptures every week. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. I'm David Butler. I'm Emily Freeman. Welcome to Don't Miss This. This is not the basement of Emily's house. This is, this is the place. <laughs> Monument, memorial, park in Salt Lake City. If you watched last week's video, and if you didn't, shame on you. But if you watched last week's video, you saw that we were here and we're here back again just to celebrate Christmas, particularly because this place celebrates Christmas maybe better than most folks in the whole planet. And if you wanna know more about that, we should link it in our newsletter so you can see it, but they have a candlelight Christmas thing where you get to walk through this village and it's so Christmassy and there's so much rad stuff. So we're so thankful to them for letting us steal this old church that we're in. This is my dream to preach in an old church somewhere. And so all my dreams are coming true right now. Merry Christmas. I hope yours do too. So this is just going to be a short Christmas special for you. And let me tell you a little bit what's going to happen. And hold on. We have real life people behind the camera in here. So if you hear like giggling or (laughs) woo-woos or anything inappropriate, it wasn't us. It was the invited guests who came. It's so fun. It's so fun to be having a live Don't Miss This. Our first one we've ever done. So that's, oh, maybe our second. Second. I forgot. We did one downtown. BC. Before COVID. (laughs) that's the first time i've been funnier than you ever (laughs) okay also you guys something else fun is we brought back one of our old friends who you know um q ashley we should introduce you q ashley who flew in today three hours ago and gets to be part of the show with us so we have two songs from ashley she's gonna start us and end us should we say what you're singing Yeah. yeah Uh, I'm going to sing Angels We Have Heard on High, getting the Christmas spirit. Oh, it's so fun. So we are going to start with that.
Okay, whoa. Um, that was so awesome. I, somebody once taught me, uh, they were talking about what, why is it that Christmas songs carry such a unique spirit to them? Why do they have such a, I don't know, something that's just different. They have a magic to them, you know, that maybe other songs don't quite have. And, and someone said to me once, well, maybe it's because... Um, they said, well, angels, all angels are people who've either been on this earth or are coming to this earth. And, and maybe we are hearing or singing songs that we've sung once before. Hmm. And, and the memory of that special night just echoes in us when we sing those, those same words. And they said maybe, and I'm just confident Ashley was one of them. I, I don't know anybody else, um, but uh, for sure. And, you know, there's that line in there that's, shepherds, why this jubilee? Like, why, why are you running? Why are you so excited? What is it? What is it? That, like, tell us. Tell us, your, tell us what's going on in that soul of yours. And um, in 1838, uh, Joseph Smith actually said this. You may have heard this line before. He says, the fundamental principles of our religion are the testimony of the apostles and prophets concerning Jesus Christ, that he died, was buried, and he rose again on the third day, and he ascended up into heaven. And everything else which pertains to our religion are only appendages to it. And this year, we study the Doctrine and Covenants. We've studied a lot of those appendages but hopefully, more than all of that, we've, we've learned more about the character and the heart of, of Jesus, a testimony of past prophets and, and apostles. President Nelson said that was the quote that actually inspired uh, the Quorum of the Twelve and the First Presidency at the time to write down their own testimony of the living Christ. And that is where that document that some of you may know about, a declaration, a celebration of Jesus of Nazareth, who he was, who he is, um, in, in that particular document that came out. And, and it was that idea that inspired them. And that's a document that's almost modern day shepherds mm. saying, let me tell you why this Jubilee. Let me tell you why we do what we do. Let me tell you why we live the way that we live. This is what we would like to tell you about Jesus. Um, you might remember that the Living Christ came out in January of 2000. And I love how it starts out when it says, as we commemorate the birth of Jesus Christ two millennia ago. Isn't it crazy it's been that many years since it came out? But it's a document that we both love. And one oh, of them- Oh, at first I thought you meant, isn't it crazy it's been so long since Jesus was born two well, millennia ago. <laughs> I thought you, but this I was like, that was a long time ago. <laughs> this the, came out 20 years ago. The real That's BC, also, you know what I'm saying? Good one. See how I went up to and you thought you were funnier and then I- <laughs> One of our things we love most about the living Christ is how many names of Jesus Christ are actually found within this document. And as we started talking about this a year ago and thinking about this time of the year when we would have the opportunity to just dive into this document and into these words, what we really wanted to do was to celebrate each of the names. And so we sat down and started pulling out these names and found that they were all names that we just love as you look through. And, and we've put them here on this wreath. And if you're using your journal at home, you're going to find a page that has 25 blank squares 
where you're going to be able to look for each of those names. In fact, in the newsletter, you're going to see this, which is going to allow you just to think about each of those 25 names. And you may want to pull each of those names one at a time and study them with the scripture that we've given you to study them with. One a day leading up till Christmas, or I want to tell you a little bit about what we did in our family as we were participating in this tradition last year. Um, we, as we look through each of those names and we think about those, and as we've talked about the living Christ, we love the thought that maybe the apostles sat down and said, if we could tell people about Jesus, this is how we would describe his character. This is how we would describe his mission. And then they went through and used words like teacher and healer and creator and Messiah and Jehovah and good and all of these names that, that we love and that we can relate to. And so last year at Christmas, I set this out on my counter and if you're at home, you maybe would just set out all 25 of those little pieces of paper on your counter. And I told my kids, just as we were eating our Christmas dinner, take some time to think about which of these names most reflects where you have seen Jesus Christ in your life this year which is the name that stands out to you. And after we finished our dinner, we all gathered around in our family room and I had each of my kids go and, and pick the candle right next to the name that was what represented who Jesus Christ was to them last year. And one of the sweetest things, there were 12 of us um, there that night, is that none of us chose the same name. And don't you think that's remarkable that each of us would have witnessed Jesus Christ in a different way in our lives, but he was able to meet every single one of us where we were as we were, as we were and exactly what we needed from him in that moment. And it was one of the sweetest family experiences we've ever had. And, and I think it'd be awesome just to talk about if you were to pick one of these 25 names out of the living Christ, to describe your year this year, what would you choose? Uh, that It was easier to pick my favorite child at the beginning of this night than it is to try and pick um, one of these names because as I look through them, I'm just like, oh, that one is my favorite. And I was like, oh, I forgot that actually was, and this one is. Um, but the name that I picked is I Am. Um, and I, I actually was just reading that just a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month and a half ago, when it really stuck out to me. Um, because it's Moses who asks God the question, what, what's your name? And in ancient times, your name was, was a, a marker for your character and for your, like, your identity. That's the way they used it. It wasn't just a label. And so when he asked him, what's your name? The answer back was, I am. And I thought when I read it, I was like, if I was Moses, I would have been like, <laughs> you are what? I am what? Right? It's this, it's, a, it's a, like a fill in the blank is what it is. And he stops and he says, I am. And, and it made me think, and, and then he goes on and he actually tells Moses stories that he grew up on, bedtime stories that he grew up on and fills in the blank for Moses. And I really love that name because I love that it, it's blank for me today. And it'll be blank for me in a month from now that I, I am. And, and I think what goes in that blank is exactly who I need him to be in this particular season uh, of my life. 
And, and, and it's a name that promises, that's who I've always been, and that's who you can expect that I will always be. Hmm. That's so good. Um, if I had to choose one name, and it was hard for me too, as I was thinking, because there have been so many places he has showed up in our story this year, but um, some of you who know me well will know um, I've got six grandchildren, and of the six, we have two who are really struggling right now. Um, we have a five-year-old who was just diagnosed with apraxia, who is just learning how to speak. He knows 10 words right now that he is confident in speaking. And we've got another little one, Desi, who was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis just shortly after she was born. And it has been a real struggle. And for those of you who are moms, you can imagine how that is um, to think about struggling with something like that with one of your babies. One thing that I didn't realize in becoming a grandma is I watch the ache in my child as they care for their child and it feels like that burden is double actually because I witnessed the pain of both. But I also witnessed the resilience of both for which I have been really grateful for and I've seen the power of Jesus showing up in their stories. And so I think the word I would choose is Jehovah. It's one of our favorite names for Jesus Christ. It's who we know him by in the Old Testament. The deliverer, that is who he is. And, and I dedicated, my dedication in this book was to Kingston and to Desi. We always keep it a surprise. Who we're gonna dedicate the book to is a surprise and our families run to the boxes when they come because they're just dying to see who the dedication is to. But this one is to Desi and Kingston who face battles that seem insurmountable. He will be there. And that's what I love about that name, Jehovah, is we probably won't ever have to split open a sea, although that would be awesome if we did, or fight a battle or a giant in our life. But each of us will have insurmountable obstacles that we have to overcome in our life. And in those moments when we wonder how we will get through. We love to turn to the pages of the Old Testament where we are introduced to the Deliverer, to Jehovah, to the one who will show us how. And I'm so grateful for that name this year. And then we had to agree on a name uh, that we both could be our favorite one. And this one's been a, a longtime favorite of both of ours. And it actually was a name that an angel announced to Mary and Joseph. Uh, when he told them, I want you to call him Jesus, that's a name that means one who saves. It says, call him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And then the angel quotes an Old Testament prophet, Isaiah. And he says, his name is also going to be Emmanuel. And that is a Hebrew word that means God with us. That's a Hebrew word that teaches, this is God who will come down into your story. And he's going to come down to Moses as a burning bush, to Joshua as captain of, of the host, uh, to, to David as a, as a warrior. He's going to come down into all their stories. Yep, to Peter as a lifeguard, um, to the woman at her very own well, to the daughter who lies dead in her parents' bedroom. He is going to come exactly where we need him most. That is where he will show up and he will bring 
exactly what we need. That is Emmanuel. And that's why we named the wreath the Emmanuel wreath. And as you take the time this Christmas season to maybe lay out all those 25 names and to think to yourself, where has God been with us this year? Where has he been with me? So as we are closing this up, we want to give you an invitation as Ashley sings her final song to look at one of those 25 names, just to sit and think about where have you seen him in your story this year. And then maybe you'll take some time tonight or in the next week leading up to Christmas to share where you have seen him in your story this year. Yeah, and, and what this has just been a fantastic year to study the Doctrine and Covenants together. We are, as you know, so excited to start the Old Testament next year and to see where he came into all of their stories. And hopefully as we study next year, you can think to yourself after every week of studying the scriptures, oh, I love the God of Moses and the way he showed up there. And I love the God of Jehoshaphat and the way he showed up there. And that you can remember is the same God who's going to show up in our stories in, in similar ways. And maybe next year can just be full of that kind of joyful anticipation that just um, makes this time of year so magic. Yeah, we're so we, excited. Yes. Next week, you guys, Old Testament. Old Testament. We'll see you then. Merry Christmas. And we'll let Ashley take over. So this is actually a song I kind of wrote with my dad, and I'll explain the kind of part. So my dad is an incredible lyricist, and he essentially like wrote out his testimony in different forms in song lyrics. And this particular version of his testimony really resonated with me, and I felt like it was very similar to my testimony, so I added my own testimony to it and put music to it and actually gave it to him for Christmas a couple years ago. I recorded it and gave it to him. So this song's really special to me, and I wasn't, I actually wasn't planning on singing it, but you guys, it just is perfect with what you talked about, so. Um, yeah, this is called He Lives. i
Come, come, ye saints, no toil, no labor, fear, but with joy when you wait. Though hard to you this journey may appear, grace shall be as your day is better far for us to strive our useless cares for us to try do this and joy your hearts will swell all is well all is well Should we die before our journey's through? Happy day, all is well. We then are free from toil and sorrow too. With the just, we shall dwell. But if our lives are spared again To see the saints their rest obtain Oh, how we'll make this chorus swell All is well, all is well All is well, all is well This audio was taken from a YouTube video from our YouTube channel. You can find us on YouTube at Don't Miss This. Also, sign up for our newsletter at don'tmissthisstudy.com and you can follow us on Instagram at Emily Bell Freeman and at Mr. Dave Butler. Thanks for listening. Bye.